John Landy finished second. Bannister broke the four-minute mile barrier first, and so doing something for the first time attracted my attention. But as I studied both men, although I admired Landy, it was the character of Bannister that drew more and more of my attention. Why did he break the barrier? Certainly Landy had the same opportunities. Is it just because someone says it can or can't be done? Is there more to what makes the difference? Human beings are quick to seek a short, quick reason. They were lucky, or talented, or right place, right time, or rich, or whatever you want to put in there. Dig deeper and you will find there is so much going on before we step on the podiums that we are chasing. I'm Jungle Jim Hunter and you're listening to 831 Living Your Best Life and we hope that you will be inspired by your participation today, communicate precision, and empower performers to podium. That's our goal here on 831. And we want you to tell your friends and relatives to go to their favorite podcast provider or junglejimhunter.com or to YouTube and subscribe, download, click on like and rate and review us and become an 831er, somebody that helps other people live their best life. Landy said he ran as an expression of the best that was in him. Bannister said he ran to be better than anyone else. Dig deeper and you find that although it might appear that Bannister was all about me, you find that Landy was the one who only focused on himself, while Bannister always turned his me into we. Bannister focused on growing and discovering what had to be done to break the barriers and in the process made everyone else around him benefit from his increased mental focus. He ran and was in medical school training to be a doctor and did everything in the end to benefit others. Because he did so much more than run, I loved his training because I was faced with the same challenges he was. Bannister often trained in 15 to 45 minute bites of time and at night saying there is no ceiling to speed in the dark. His goal, no time to waste, run hard, fast in the shortest period of time. Why? You're breaking the barrier running fast in a shorter period of time. He studied his oxygen, his blood, his body, and he learned what worked in every workout. Time was a factor, so to be deliberate, every session he worked with, Fran Stample, who also coached Chataway and Brasher, who became the rabbits that paced him on his record-breaking runs. The focus was no wasted energy. Even a distracted mental thought drained the body of energy, he would say. The 10,000-hour theory is minimized to as few hours as possible. And that made sense to me. Tactically, he raised the money to build the fastest track at the time and supervised the building of it. He asked a cobbler to make him shoes that would only last 12 laps. They weighed four ounces, half of what everyone else was wearing, and, as he was asked once, why those shoes? And he said, because I won't need them after I break the record. Roger was all about family the one he was born into, and the ones he built up. Running became a big deal socially because he raised the money and people wanted to see what was considered impossible. The McWhirter twins were friends of his and they started a publication by his inspiration called Athletic Weekly. This became the Guinness Book of Records because they would report Roger breaking the record. Chataway and Brasher became the better runners they could be, receiving notoriety of their own for their 800 meters and the 1500 meters. He built with a team approach. He invested in others and they benefited from his leadership and inspiration. It was the approach I had to take as I read about him after the accident. Yes, I had an accident when I was 10 and I lay in a coma. And when I woke up and during recovery, I was reading 
and the nice nurse came in and taught me what it meant to use the call button properly for a legitimate need. If you can do it for yourself, it's something you want. That's selfish. If you see a need or an opportunity that needs to be filled, do it. That's selfless. Roger Bannister spoke to me from the books about the difference between being selfish and selfless. Roger Bannister was inspiring for me, for it backed up what I had been taught by my parents as well. I didn't know what I was going to do, but when I was introduced to ski racing and saw that no Canadian male had stood on a podium in the Olympics or World Championships, it became my four-minute mile barrier. I would break this barrier. I would inspire a team. I would build a team around me that would help me where I couldn't help myself. Roger broke the four-minute mile barrier on May 6, 1954. Landy broke Roger's record June 21, 1954 in Turku, Finland, setting up the Miracle Mile at the 1954 British Empire Commonwealth Games in Vancouver, B.C. The statue tribute to the race shows Landy looking left, and as he did so, Bannister knew Landy was thinking more about him than his run, and Bannister sprinted by him, winning the race. My quote for the day came from Bannister's book. Records are made to be broken. The longer one stands, know this, someone has it in their sights to break. Landy said the mind is always selling the body. Landy, who led by almost 10 meters at one point, looked left on the last corner and Bannister passed him on the right. After the historic run, photographers were trying to get them together. Roger was trying to recover and leaning back almost collapsed, trying to capture his breath. Landy seemed absence of strain. He held him up. Landy gave something of himself, but Bannister gave everything he had. This is living your best life. Thank you, Sir Roger Bannister. We never met, but you inspired, communicated, and empowered this Saskatchewan farm boy to break a record and become the first Canadian male alpine skier to stand on a podium in 1972 and inspire a team called the Crazy Canucks to be the best in the world. Thank you for listening. I hope you will have grown and will be living your best life the next time we meet.